Moncrief on News Talk. Now, when the Abbey Theatre was destroyed by fire in 1951, the stones from the facade of the building were nearly thrown away, but they were saved and they've been kept in a back garden since then. Now they're on the move again. Rosemary Collier is Head of Heritage and Assistant Secretary General of the OPW. Rosemary, good afternoon. Good afternoon, Sean. Uh, now, as I understand it, this was just pure happenstance. The, the, the city architect, Dahi Hanley, happened to be passing at the time. Yeah, there was a fire, obviously, in the Abbey in 1951. And when they came to, to rebuild the Abbey, the, the plan was to, to demolish uh, because the bulk of the building was destroyed. But but the facade had survived practically unscathed. And I suppose he, he was a... a a staunch conservation architect at his heart and he couldn't spare, I would say, to, to, to see this important part of Dublin City and uh, the fabric of our original National Theatre, which was so important to us in the founding of our nation. He couldn't bear to see that that amazing piece of heritage be lost uh, for all time. And of course, the stone would have been dispersed and probably reused in other buildings or, or, or cut up and reused elsewhere. So he had great foresight and he decided that, no, this should be saved, this should be protected and kept in t- together was, was the key thing here. He, he ensured that they were numbered and fully documented, catalogued and kept all in one place together mm. so that they could be reassembled for the future. And I mean, the Abbey Theatre, that building, if you can imagine around the time of the foundation of the state, it was such an important, important place. Um, and that facade was the, the facade of that building. And I think his foresight in wanting it to be saved and protected and potentially uh, reconstructed or reused in the future was incredible, really. Yeah. And the original building, Rosemary, was it was it a Georgian building? What era would it have been? The, the original buildings on that site date from the early 19th century and they were they had a mix of uses through the 19th century. So at one point in, in the 1850s, they were um, a general sea passenger agency office is, is one note that we're aware of. And then in the 1870s, it was the location of the city morgue. So so the, the buildings at that site had a mix oh. of locations. There was a music hall there, apparently. Um, and so Annie Horneman, when, when she decided to... to um, open a theatre at, at that site in, in the early 1900s. There had already been an established music hall there um, and those facades probably date from the early 19th century. Right, yeah. So uh, so he um, he then got them to number all, all the, the stones. So I, And I assume that's so, that that would be kind of a guide as to how to put them back together again. Yeah, quite literally. It's like a, a jigsaw. So... Um, it's it, again. It would be good conservation practice when you're when you're removing fabric from a building that you carefully photograph, document, number, and and catalogue the pieces of of fabric. So he instructed in his authority as city architect. He he was in a position to instruct the demolitions contractor to number all the stones. They have a full catalogue of them, and he instructed them to be brought to his garden at Fico Road in Dalkey. And the demolitions contractor was from that part of, of town or that part of Dublin. And so he had a plan. He said, I'll keep them in my garden. And they were placed very carefully in the garden, all 720 pieces of granite, and um, beautifully looked after over the last six six decades by the whole of the Hanley family. Um, they're in very good condition. They're, they were not overgrown. They were never overgrown with moss or ivy or anything like that. 
Uh, they're in very, very good condition, uh, so much so that you can still read the lettering Abbey Theatre, which was painted onto the, the front of the facade. You can mm. still read that lettering on some of the stones. So yeah. it was an amazing act of, of foresight, first of all, but then this kind of incredible care and protection over six decades and a kind of a an endeavour for the whole family, really. And uh, it's, it's his fantastic widow, Mrs. Joan Hanley, who who, who has decided now that if this was his ultimate wish. He he died about 20 years ago. And, and she, Joan, has been working with the Abbey to, to make sure these stones are returned to the Abbey. And the OPW is enabling this by, by taking the stones into our care. And we're going to do some conservation work and safe keep the stones for the Abbey Theatre. Yeah, and he must have had a fierce big back garden. Uh, it, it strikes me, though, it was for two sides of the building rather than all four sides of the building, uh, obviously. How, how do you... How, I, I, because, as you say, the stones were well looked after. There was no moss growing on them. What, what, yeah. what was he doing to, to maintain the, the stones in such good condition? Well, they were very carefully placed in the garden, so they're kind of stacked and they're faced into each other. And they're, they're, they, were, they were placed in such a way so that, the, you know, you minimise the kind of uh, erosion or damage to them. And then it, it became part of the fabric of their garden. I, I was very fortunate to have an opportunity to visit last week. And I met uh, Dahi and Joan's daughter, Helen, and she was saying that this has been her garden since she was a child. Those stones were delivered the year she was born, so mm. she has never known the garden any other way. So they almost became a kind of a critical feature in the garden, but they were cared for by, in terms of looking after the garden. They, they made sure they weren't overgrown or, or anything like that. So incredible piece of, of conservation in, in somebody's own back garden, really, um, yeah. and an incredible piece of public service for us as, as citizens. Plus also, I would imagine, if you have stones from the original Abbey Theatre in your back garden, every now and again, someone's going to say, Agwan, give us one. <laughs> I'm sure they had many requests <laughs> over the years. Um, Irish people like to have mementos, you know, for, yeah. for the Croke Park or, or wherever. So, c- correct, they would have had people ask them for, for mementos of the stones over the years, and they were very careful to decline those requests and so it's amazing all 720 have been kept intact none of them are broken they're in very good condition and again it was this sense of of uh, very clear-sighted um you know in what he wanted to achieve he wanted to make sure they were protected they were part of our, our you know it's an important building as part of our architecture in dublin but also the founding of the nation significant piece of fabric and it had to be kept intact together and returned ultimately in 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 due course to the state. And so now, now they're they're going to be moved again. Where are you going to transport them to? So, so we're going to bring them back to our. We have a national monuments depot in the Phoenix Park, where we have a number of very expert stonemasons and stonecutters, and we're going to conserve the stones. We're going to clean them, conserve them, catalogue them, and we'll mine them there. We'll keep them there until such time that. Uh, the Abbey might be redeveloped. So I know the, the Abbey is in a process of making a business case to government, hopefully for some kind of redevelopment in the future. And the amazing thing is that this now exists. This is available and this can be incorporated into the, the scheme for any new Abbey theatre at any point in the future. And th- that's the most important thing, that this incredible part of the history of their building and the history of that that uh, place in, in Dublin has been saved, and it's you know it's it, it quite extraordinary that it's it's fully in, intact and can be mm. reconstructed. And is there? Do, well, I mean, there, there must be one or two stones that might be might need a bit of TLC. Is there much that has to be done to them? 
Until we have a, a good look at them, so, so we have to transport them now from, from Dalky back into the, the depot and that in itself is quite a significant project as you can imagine. Mm. So uh, that'll take us a few months to get that done and we'll have a look at them but from, from what we saw and what we have seen in the gardens, they're in, in incredible condition and, and have been very well looked after over the years. Okay. So, yeah. um, it's, it's quite extraordinary, it's a great story. And the, 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 and while there are numbers on uh, each stone, it, is there also, a, if you like, a diagram that goes with it that says this is where, you know, stone number four goes? Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Apparently it was very well documented and there's a full photographic record as well. Um, I mean, he, he, he also saved a farmer from around the building. So some of the original billboards the semicircular canopy that would be at the front of the building and some of the external railings were also saved by Mr Hanley. So um, he had a very specific vision and mission on this um, and, and he, he, he made sure they were, they were all kept together. So it's all very well documented and it's literally, yeah, you could construct it uh, from, from the numbering and the, and the, the, the instructions for sure. Yeah, and, and as you said, the, you know, the Abbey does want to redevelop that site. And I, I, I think the Department of Arts and Culture have committed 80 million uh, to do that. So do you have any idea? You, well, I mean, have the Abbey said, yes, definitely we want to use them when we redevelop the site or, you know, you don't want to be just well, stuck with them? Yeah, the stones have been transferred into the ownership of the Abbey. So ah. they've been returned to the Abbey Theatre and the Abbey Board. So it's in their ownership. I suppose the Office of Public Works is playing our part and we're very proud to be able to enable this. We are the expert conservation organisation, I suppose, in Ireland. We have a long track record of dealing with and caring for our most important historic buildings in Dublin, from government buildings to the Custom House, the Four Courts, all these really important buildings. So we, we have a long tradition of dealing with these types of buildings and we're very proud to be able to assist and to enable this. So we will keep them in safekeeping and I, our hope would be that they could be incorporated into a new scheme for the Abbey for sure. Yeah. Rosemary, thanks a million for speaking with us today. Uh, that was, uh, and happy Christmas to you. Uh, that was uh, Thank you, Sean. Uh, Rosemary Collier there, Head of Heritage and Assistant Secretary General of the OPW. Moncrief, weekdays at 2 p.m. on News Talk.